This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. Hi, I'm Imma. I live in Scotland. Hi, I'm Jen and I'm from Canada. Hi, I'm Oladranji and I'm from Nigeria. Hello, I'm Liki and I live in Paris. Hey, I'm Rod. I'm from Peru. Welcome to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. In our conversations, we share ideas, perspectives, questions, and things we can actually do to make a difference. So don't be shy and join our Carbon Sessions because it's not too late. Hi, I'm Liki. Hi, I'm Jen. Today we're talking about a myth, and I don't know, what number myth is this one? I think it's myth number three. Myth number three. So it must be important. (laughs) (laughs) That wind and solar energy are more expensive. I don't think it's true. I think it was true before, like... I don't know when, but it started to become mainstream, but I don't think it's true anymore. No, I think I think it has become more and more affordable. And it's still in, in some ways, if we're talking about personal use, uh, individual use, uh, rather than commercial use, it is, it's expensive to get set up maybe in some places, but then you recoup that expense, you recover that expense over time. So it might seem to be more expensive at the beginning. It's kind of like, it's like driving an electric vehicle. I have a really old one, but driving an electric vehicle, it seems like the used car that we bought was more expensive than you would pay for a normal combustion engine. But my goodness, we haven't put gas in it ever, of course. (laughs) And the maintenance is very, very low. We rotate the tires once in a while and, and have it checked maybe once a year, but there's no oil changes. There's, there's an awful lot of stuff that we're not paying for. And so in the end, it has, it has paid off. So I think solar and, and wind are somewhat like that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I know, I know that the setup is quite costly. And there was a program, I don't know if it's still running in France, where the government subsidies the um, individuals anybody uh to have um, a solar panel on the rooftop so there's a subsidy which is i think quite um important so i don't know what is the percentage so there's a subsidy on this and then so the argument was that uh once you have it on your roof uh you can save on your electricity bill but and this is a very uh, important part is that you can also resell the the energy that you're not using back to the grid. And I think it is a great plus. Absolutely. We used to run before COVID an Airbnb in our extra, our guest room. So right in our house, it was just a room. And uh, we had all sorts of interesting people from all over the world. And one fellow uh, who was from our province, but maybe about four or five hour drive away. Um, he was uh, an electrician and he was explaining all about his solar panels that he has in his on his property and that he was pretty much paying for providing all the electricity for his own use and then selling some back to the grid. So um, it, it is possible depending on where it is you live and how sunny it is. <laughs> 
Yes, 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 yes. I think, yeah, I think it was expensive a couple of years ago, uh, but now that is uh, produced, that's this mass production in for the equipment, I think it's the, the prices, the cost decreases. Well, and it's catching on, right? It's like any kind of an idea that gets embedded in people's minds and then more people are talking about it and more people are thinking about it. And then... Um, industry starts to shift and the industries are now shifting and we're, we're talking more and more and more about renewable energy and getting away from fossil fuels and, and that. So because we're in this shift, partly because it's urgent and we need to be, <laughs> but also partly because more and more people are thinking about it and talking about it, which is our aim here. Of the Carbon Almanac uh, is to talk about it and to share these these conversations so that the shift can can happen faster. <laughs> yes. So I think what we could do is okay. I live in a in a building, so I cannot <laughs> put an electric panel on my rooftop. But I think what we could do is to share this misconception that solar uh, energy coming from solar and wind. We haven't talked about that, that but that would be probably for another episode. <laughs> but <laughs> that is not more expensive than traditional methods of energy. It's not true that it's more expensive. No, I think I think the infrastructure, once it gets put in place, it ends up being a lot less expensive. It's just getting there, right? It's getting there. Okay, maybe we could uh, write uh, to, I mean, you could write to your government to help you to help you get started with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are lots of things. Even just do some reading about it and look into it if you've not considered it before. And if you have a space and the kind of roof or the kind of yard where you could put a solar panel, look into it and, and see what it could do for you. And, and you might find that you're reducing your energy costs and making a little money to boot. <laughs> yeah. Great. Thank you so much for this conversation. Thanks, Leaky. Hi, I'm Jen. Hi, I'm Emma. Emma, we're going to talk about another myth today. Yes. And this myth is that solar and wind energy only work when it's sunny or windy. Yeah, that's a funny one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense. It, it, I understand why we might think that. Yes, in a straightforward way of thinking, if it's not sunny, how can we get energy from sun? <laughs> <laughs> But just not knowing when we get energy from water is the same. It's the strength and then the batteries that recharge from whatever energy the electricity is coming from. It could be solar, it could right. be wind, it could be hydro. So we get the, the energy from it in batteries. So what does happen when it's not windy or it's not sunny out? Are you saying that we're getting it from other sources at that point? Well, I think when it's sunny gets the battery charged and when it's not sunny like nighttime the batteries are used right 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 and when it's not windy then we're getting it from other sources as well mm. the windmills work the same way it has a big uh, batteries that get the energy kept there so when it's not windy, we here in Scotland, we have a lot of energy that comes from wind. It's windy most of the time. So, <laughs> 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 But no, the, the energy is kept in 
batteries. So that's where we take it from, from batteries. The sun and the wind just recharge the batteries. So it accumulates and it gets stored in the batteries and then we use it. Yeah. It gets put back into the grid. Yes. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So when you're switching to clean energy for every unit of energy that you take out of the grid, the clean energy gets put back in from these sources, right? From windmills, from um, uh, solar panels, and uh, and from hydroelectric. Yes, as well. It's. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a. We are in the middle of a process of changing, so it's not perfect yet because we still have uh, the grid to in case that there is too many days with no sun and the batteries kind of get charged or whatever but it's not perfect yeah but i think it's getting better and so i wonder how we can change that myth what can we do to help people think a little bit differently about this energy not being efficient if there's no sun or there's no wind <laughs> well do you remember when mobiles had at the beginning i remember mobiles had this this little solar panels uh, on the mobile and they did charge with the sun mobile phones you mean yes mobile phones oh i yeah that's true i forgot about that that yeah. was a long time long, ago long, long time. i know i know <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's how they used to work so they used to you charge like like if you were plugging them in the sockets so they charge it and they have true true to be told that they didn't have much long the batteries didn't have much uh, time or, or life, but they, that's in a big scale. That's how the principle works. Right. Right. I think, yeah. So it's just talking about it a little bit more and helping people to understand that it takes a number of different formats yes. to store up the batteries, to get the batteries stored. And it's just one piece. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. the, the wind power, the solar power, the hydropower. They all work in concert with each other. Yes, and it's working in the line of eventually to get to be 100% efficient. Right, so we're in progress there, but it's a, it's a good thing to start. I wonder about solar panels. There's a person who lives uh, down the street who has a shed, and on the roof of the shed, they have solar panels. Hmm. And we have a lot of rain here, and so it's not very sunny a lot of the time, but I expect that those solar panels work really hard when it is sunny out. Yes, <laughs> and, and my, <laughs> my grandfather changed uh, to solar panels like a month ago. And same here, here is not very sunny very often. And actually, he's, he's working better than he thought. Oh. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So does he does he use that energy himself or does he sell it back to the grid? Because I know you can sell your energy back if you do that. And the moment he's using it for himself at the moment, I guess at, at some point when he learned how to do that, he will sell it back to the, to the grid. At the moment, he's just... Using it himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> making making his tea for himself. Exactly. And having a shower. <laughs> Warm shower this time. <laughs> well, I hope we've helped people to uh, have this conversation and learn a little bit more about this myth. Yeah. Uh, that renewable energy can only work when it's not cloudy or windy. That's that's not true. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Emma. You've been listening to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. 
We'd love you to join the Carbon Sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are. This is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect, and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network. For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement, and to order your copy of the Carbon Almanac, go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again as together we can change the world.